Hello, everyone. We are back another week to discuss season three, episode four of the Mole Victory House. Welcome, everyone who is watching live and those of you who will watch later. Uh, we are so grateful to be back with you. I am one of your lovely co-hosts, as always, Drew, joined by Zach. Hi, Zach. Hello, Drew. Yes, thank you, everyone, for watching. How are you? You know, I'm thriving. This episode was uh, great, uh, except for we did lose two competitors this episode, which was really dramatic, but I'm really excited to discuss it. Yes, and it was a shorter episode, but it was jam-packed. It was, so. absolutely. So as Drew said, two people were executed this time. So we'll say spoiler alert now. If you have not watched the episode, you might not want to watch this episode. So go watch it first over at Victory House Presents The Mole on YouTube and then come back and watch us. So yes. let's introduce our two special guests today. First off, we have Stacy. Hello, Stacy. And next, Evan. Hi. Hello. Uh, it's so great to get to talk to both of you, but it's also kind of sad because I know Zach and I were both fans of both of you, but we're definitely interested in what you have to say. And we would love to hear some maybe behind the scenes secrets of the episode. Yeah, it's stung getting executed, but going out with Stacy made it just so much. It did not hurt as much because we had so much fun just hanging out together and chatting. We were the cooking um, team. So, yeah. which was a highlight of last episode. A highlight. If you Absolutely. have not watched episode three yet, get back over there and watch it because they are amazing to watch. Yeah, you saw the smallest piece of like this entire <laughs> like chaos that happened to put all that together. Oh, we so definitely are going to have to talk about that then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was at least at least an hour of serving. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Condensed into two minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, before we get to that, let's sort of run through this most recent episode, episode four, and we had another paradigm shift into horror. Zach, are you a horror fan? A little bit. Um, my partner is not a big fan of horror movies, and I'm one to watch them before bed. So that's like a no-no, especially for somebody that's not a horror fan. So um, I I love me some American Horror Story. I love me some old Jason. I love me some old Freddy. Um, so yeah, I'm a fan. Sure. Same here. Uh, I, I enjoy horror movies. Uh, Stacy, what were your thoughts when you found out that we were going into a horror round in the game? I also like horror, so I was excited about it. You know, I'm currently rewatching a series that's horror-y. <laughs> Evan, what were your thoughts? See, I like horror, but when you're like, when you hear like you are going to be a part of the horror round, that's when you're like, this is too real. Like, I'm kind of scared what's going to happen. So it was definitely more anxious this round than other rounds. Well, I was I was definitely excited for it. It seemed like some of the previous rounds were based off of specific movies. So for this round to be just like generally open to the genre of horror, I was really excited. But before we actually get into the tasks, we have some 
uh, some talking heads from the contestants. We hear that Joel is still confused about the silver screens after seeing three of them. As am I. Um, I know he was even more con confused about the fact that um, Parker and him should have had the same information as what he thought. So going into that, he was like, I'm not sure how Parker got executed and I got a silver screen. So yeah. that's where my mystery is still is with all this silver screen. Cause we're going to get to that at the end here. Cause right. some stuff happened there. So. And yeah, like you, like you said, Joel was confused how Parker left cause they allegedly have the same information. But then we also hear from Evan and Sabrina that both of them are like, hold on a second. Me and Parker were on the same page. How did he get eliminated? Yeah. But I didn't. Um, Evan and Stacy, were there any sort of theories going around the house as to the silver screens and how they were being awarded, what they meant? I don't think we, at least I, I don't, everyone was very confused with how, like, Joel kept on getting it. I didn't have any theories. Um, I mean, once I watched mine, I had a theory on what the clues were, but I only saw my piece, so I wasn't able to piece it all together, and my theory was actually right in the end, so... I was happy that I was the only person to like solve what those movies were, but it obviously didn't do me any good. I don't know if Stacy has, she had any yeah. theories. I was completely clueless as to what was happening with the silver screens. And, you know, I didn't get the opportunity to see any, so I didn't even know what was on them apart from what like Joel would tell me and, and then try to figure it out just from, you know, secondhand from him. I had no clue. <laughs> and I'm sure you all were like, Joel, you're bullshitting us. Like, what do you mean that you you don't know what's going on? Like, <laughs> of course, like he's totally trying to throw y'all off. Like, what like, do you no, mean really? there was a hippo? And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once I saw mine, that's when it was like, oh, Joel is totally telling the truth. Cause mine was like wine glasses, like breaking on rocks and then walking down a hallway. It was just completely random clips. Yeah, I'm sure that I could take the time to try to figure out what they mean, but I've said it before and I'll continue to say it. I like being just as confused as the players are. So here we are. And yes, we have a lot of confusion about why Parker would have left. Obviously, we talked to him last week and he told us it's because he split up his answers among like four different people, which is not necessarily the best strategy when it seems like multiple people are onto the mole, but... Anyways, let's get into our tasks for the episode. We have three groups. Um, the first group is three people who work the best under pressure. And Evan, you were in that group alongside Lance and Steven. Do you want to kind of break that down for us? Yeah, so I picked that group. I don't know why. It just sounded kind of fun. Um, and uh, the way they explained it to us, was the most horrifying thing of you have to go in the basement. There's going to be a task for you. You have 60 seconds to complete this task. And after 60 seconds, a killer is going to be unleashed and they are going to be hunting you. So in my mind, we had to solve something and it's going to take longer than 60 seconds. And we're going to have to be like hiding under a bed, trying to solve this, like crawling from room to room, avoiding this killer. It was horrifying. So we... All of us were waiting in a room, us three, and just talking about it. And that was just the scariest part, like the buildup to this actual challenge. 
Um, once the challenge happened, do you want me to go into like? Yeah, I like, was yeah. gonna. I was gonna ask. So the three different like mini tasks within the task were the rings, having to unlock the cup flipping, and then the solving the riddle. Did you guys get to decide who did which part, or was it randomly assigned? Or no, when we walked down there, that's when we got our task. So it's just who wants to go now, and so it's completely random. I right. do. I'm not known for my flip cup, but I mean, I did it. So I was gonna say you did do it within the 60 seconds, and and then bad. made a uh, made a questionable decision in, yes. in my mind. Was it questionable? So I I have written down Evan makes questionable decisions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was kind of like, okay, you completed the task, go get the money. But then, do you want to tell us kind of what your thought process was behind what you actually did? Yeah, going into this game, I didn't want to be somebody that that succeeded everything because that's an easy, you can just rule somebody out. So I tried to play the fine line of I would succeed stuff and then there would be stuff that I would fail. Um, so this was one of those that I obviously, I wanted to prove that I could do it, but then I wanted to also fail because it would take $10 from the pot and I thought it would throw me on people's radars, which... Obviously, it didn't. So um, that's why I didn't want to just stand there and get killed because that just seems scarier. So I started to look for the killer and room to room, thinking that they would just be like in a closet, which was also scary, like hunting a killer. And then obviously, the killer found me in the end and I died. So, yes. Yeah, that's why I was kind of like, yeah, I don't really know what he's doing, but if he succeeds in this, good for him. So, yeah, there were multiple challenges, which I don't think it shows it that I would um, sabotage or would make it so I don't succeed as much, just so I would be riding that like fine line of just to keep me on people's radars. And then also in this task, we see that Steven has to unlock these like connected rings, and he ends up not being able to do that. And then we also see that Lance has to search the room for a riddle and then solve it and escape. And he ends up doing that, which ends up with a net total for that group of zero, which is, I guess, not the worst because you didn't lose money. But I don't know. Yeah. Stacy. Stacy, what were your thoughts when you heard from these people about this task? Well, we didn't really get to see what it is that they had to do. And we didn't know, like where the killer was hiding. Yeah, that was a task I had zero interest in participating in. Um, <laughs> so hearing that it came out, you know, one was completely successful, you know, one didn't get through the task part and one got killed, you know, that it ended up neutral. I mean, I, no one, I didn't really have any sus thoughts about that. I was just like, okay, because... We've done that in other tasks, come out like neutral. So <laughs> it's just another neutral. Sure. It was also like two in the morning at this point, right? Mm -hmm. It was so early. Oh, okay. So like we're so tired yeah. and just want to get through the round. Definitely. Yeah, I feel that. So then we have our second group, which is three people who aren't afraid to ask for help. And those three end up being Sabrina, Katie, and Josh. And their task is to use clues 
that the other, the third group that we haven't gotten to provides to piece together a message to call the police for help because with our last group of six, which is everyone else, including Stacy, they have to run out in the middle of the night in the pitch black and find these items that are hidden while also avoiding a killer that is roaming around trying to hunt them down and murder them. Not so Stacy, at all. Yeah. <laughs> Stacy, do you want to um, give us a little bit more insight into this task? Yeah. Well, some of the items were hidden in the house, so you didn't have to deal with the killer outside. I had an indoor one. And basically, once you found your item, you brought it back, gave it to the people in the other room, and then they would call it in. Every single one of us brought the wrong one the first time. So we all had to go Ooh. back for a second time. Um, so yeah, I thought that, that was a little odd, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> so we also see a few confessionals about why is Jamie doing this task? Because Jamie had previously been setting themselves up in tasks that involved sort of intelligence or mental strength. And also Jamie was apparently scared and hesitant to do this task. So a lot of people were kind of like, hmm. And then we get into the task and they make quite a few mistakes, but then end up being successful in the end, which kind of threw me off. So I was kind of like, hmm. Stacy, do you have any any thoughts on that? I don't remember why Jamie chose this task, but I will tell you, and I was really surprised this was not in the episode. Um, there is a moment when I am literally like this far away, just screaming at them, like freaking out. I did the same thing to Dre because he kept trying to take the dang lantern outside. I'm like, take the lantern, you know, and, um, yeah, I don't know if, well, I mean, Dre didn't get his second item. Nathan had to go do it because he was so terrified. It's a person in a mask, but okay. And uh, with Jamie, I think Jamie was just like, I have to go outside because this woman won't stop screaming at me. And so they had to go finish the task. <laughs> so I was really surprised that that wasn't included because I clearly, I have apologized in our group thread multiple times for the screaming at them and then it wasn't even in there <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious um I'm from nathan here oh nathan's confessional for jamie was hilarious of like why why are you going outside huh, huh? but then jamie huh? was the one who like yeah made the most successful trips back and forth so yeah mm -hmm. Which, Props to them. Anyone, anyone who's been watching has has known that Jamie was has been the top of the mole suspect list for both me and Zach for basically since episode one. So seeing that many sort of like hesitancies and failures in a row, but then to end up being successful, I was kind of like, hmm. I don't know about this. We'll and at like happens. two in the morning too, where like everybody else seems to be kind of like bogged down. And maybe that's why like Dre was like scared because like maybe he's really feeling it and it's late at night. But like Jamie's like, I'm on, I got this. Let's go. I grabbed two items, not even one, but two. <laughs> so Stacy mentioned that she was screaming at Jamie, but there was someone else screaming during this round. Stacy, do you want to tell us a little bit about Audrey during this round? <laughs> 
Well, first of all, none of us knew that that was going to happen. And so when she starts, she was supposed to intimidate the two that had to find their items in the kitchen. And when she started that, we're all looking around the corner like, what is happening right now? Because, yeah, that was intense and quite comical. <laughs> who was it that had to go in the kitchen? It was Jeremy and who was the other person? I think Nathan's was in the kitchen as well. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't, yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't remember who the other person was, but I thought that that was hysterical. Yeah. And then so also during this task, we get a cutaway confessional to you, Stacy. And I didn't know if you could expand on this for us. Cause I don't think you expanded on it to yourself. You were like, I have this theory that because we're changing movie genres every episode, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, so I don't know. If, I don't know what what did you mean by that? I don't know. Don't, you know, I, I don't know what I meant by that. Yeah, I have no idea what my theory was. I have written down. Stacy has a theory? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, I question that theory too because I honestly don't know what it was. Um, yeah. The yeah. mole is just a game of theories, so always we have a million theories in our mind. So, how much money did you guys end up making during this portion? I didn't write that down. Pot ended up being three hundred and twenty-four dollars by the end of this round. Okay. I so I don't know how much that exactly made them. Because um, we made a lot in the next parts. Right. Yes. yes, which we will get to. But something that we missed that we have to jump back to is, Evan, you found a note that was a series of numbers. And do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so this was actually my second note that I found. So the first note was like round one. We were all sitting in the basement and they were explaining the challenge. And in the dartboard, there was like a little piece of paper sticking out. And I saw this and I waited until everybody like started walking upstairs to start the challenge. And it was just Lance and I in the basement. And it was like, well, like Lance isn't moving. So I just like walk up and grab it. And Lance was also like had saw it. So then it was like, now I have to kind of like work with Lance or share this with them. So I think I told him like, I mean, I'll tell you what it says, but that one. Um, so the first note I had, I had to unscramble letters. They were all like, you know, the a equals you know d and all mixed up and that took me literally hours to solve because i could only do it like 15 minutes at a time i would go run to the bathroom there's only two bathrooms in this airbnb so i'd be like in the bathroom on the floor like solving like three words and then i would go out and try and socialize and then take another 15 minute bathroom <laughs> break and i did this like for multiple rounds and then finally i solve it and then the second note I actually found during the romance round. And it was when we were running around trying to like set the mood. I was looking for candles for the table and I opened a drawer in like the living room and there was a note. And I thought it was actually going to be the same note because like production would put duplicates so that, you sure. know, twists get revealed. But it's actually different. And it had a whole bunch of numbers and uh, I actually didn't solve it. And I tried to bring it to, I was working with Steven at the time and I brought it to him 
and shared and like, do you know how to solve this? And he didn't have any idea. Um, so it wasn't until after I got eliminated that I shared it with some people and they're like, oh, it's probably this. Um, it was like, if you look at, you know, your phone and like oh, the man. the numbers. So like, if you did it like oh, that. Oh, sure, um, sure, yeah. That's how it worked. Fun. Wow, interesting. And you also here you are. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you got two clues, and still here you are. Go ahead, yes. Zach. I was going to say you also mentioned that you had a theory on uh, the sticker theory. Yes, yeah, wow. let's talk about the stickers. Well, because in season two, in their books, or maybe it was one, they had like random letters, um, and like they pieced them together to get a clue. So I found stickers in my book. Um, and the back, and it was like, they're not just going to put stickers for no reason. And these are stickers that look like jokers. So I had my theory that maybe I could play this as a joker and I could turn any object I wanted to into a joker. So I talked about, I wanted to steal people's stickers, but I actually tried this theory. I tried it in the romance round um, and I stuck it to a water bottle. I tried to give it to production and they're just like, what the hell are you doing? This is a piece of trash. So that sticker theory <laughs> yeah. did not work out for me, but I thought I was pretty smart trying it. You pulled an Adam Klein and that's okay. Yeah, I tried. Comment from Brent. Evan, gone too soon. You were a lot of fun. You too, Stacy. Just don't show your journal to every Tom, Dick, and Harry next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So... After our, I guess, main task of the round, we go to this blindfolded task. Stacey, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Five minutes in hell. Yes. So we had to go down in the basement in like the media room and sit blindfolded for five minutes while people screamed and touched us and like made all these noises. And, you know, if you left the room, then you lost you know money didn't go in the pot but if you stayed i think it was five dollars a person mm -hmm, it was yeah it was a, it was a lot for as many people as that were still in so um yeah we just had to sit there so Which they did this they did this challenge the previous two seasons so i was kind mm -hmm. of expecting it but in those they had you had to balance like a cup on your hand and just stand there so I was kind of surprised that it was so easy. Um, so that's why so many people lasted. Yeah. Sure. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I would have not thrived in this challenge. I do not want to be, first of all, do not yell at me. Second of <laughs> all, do not touch me because you're going to get smacked if I'm blindfolded and you touch me. I don't know. But anyways, we start this challenge and someone on production is going around whispering in, pe in people's ears hey take your blindfold off and go upstairs if you want to learn a clue about the mole and we see that eventually through this five minutes that nathan and stephen i believe both Correct. take off their blindfolds and leave the room only to discover nothing or in nathan's case discover a sleeping production number <laughs> which was hilarious a dead production number. <laughs> that was a great little side confessional from nathan i loved that that was amazing so it looks like um 10 people ultimately stayed which is another 50 dollars in the pot which was mm -hmm. great and then uh how much time did you guys get between this uh task and taking the quiz 
I feel like it got faster as the rounds went on because we got like, I would say like 30 minutes or so usually each round because we would do confessionals. Um, so it'd be like you had four people in your confessional block. So like the production would cycle through them. So you'd have plenty of time to kind of study up your notes. Um, since it was so late, it might have been, you know, 15 minutes or so. Very nice. And we also learn that the quizzes this time will be done in pairs facing each other, but not in pairs in terms of teams, just two people taking them in the same room facing mm -hmm. each other. Now, for the two of you, did that change anything for you? It didn't for me. I don't know. I got cocky this round and kind of went all in. So I memorized everything. And I think I was done in like 20 seconds. I was like, done. And yeah. So I think for me, I came into this game trying to want to be kind of funny, be a character. So during my quizzes, I would talk through what I was thinking. So it just made it so that I couldn't you know, played to the camera as much since I had Jamie sitting across from me. Sure. <laughs> so another thing real quick, jumping back, Evan, you hatched a little scheme that you wanted to try with Lance. Do you want to go into that a little bit and explain sure. that to us? Yeah. So everybody was starting to, uh, you know, converge on the same person, which is bad. So season two that happened and it was like the entire like final seven, it was just strictly based on time because everybody knew who the mole was. So I like was desperately trying to lead people astray from that. So Lance and I were on kind of separate sides of the house. We each had our own little group of people. And so I gave him information, um, that he could potentially use to lead some of his friends astray. And uh, we had a very like, I don't know, heart to heart talk of like, he knew that the, he needed to do this because he also agreed that everybody was, they shared too much. Yep. Um, but it, I could see that it like pained him even thinking about doing it. Um, I was kind of happy that I actually did see him like pull some of his strategy, some of his like, coalition aside and actually tell them so i was like i did that like i i convinced him to turn on his friends um but it That's was for the good, good of the game obviously it didn't yeah. work out for and you no, yeah nobody nobody believed anything that i gave him but i think there was a fun storyline there at that point so i liked it I, I thought it was creative i mean why not yeah, we were doing this whole like play bickering the entire time. So it's fun to like, let's unite together and make something happen. Brent says everyone thinks it's Jamie at this point. Yes, from confessionals, it appears yeah. like everybody believes it's Jamie at this point. Yeah. Um, so we get to our execution and we are told, of course, we knew from the beginning that it would be a double execution. And then we also find out that the silver screen this time will be after the execution. I'm assuming that's because so many people got the silver screen. I would guess so. That's my... That would be my guess too, because they were like immune from. Right. Well, but they weren't immune. I, I think that might've just been the production thing of 
because I don't think the people that got the silver screen were actually immune. So that's when they started, I think after this um, episode, they started always doing it after just so that they would have okay. to stay and see their screen first. Gotcha. Okay. Sure. There were so, eight people. There were eight people who got the silver screens, right? Which was very interesting. I think I was, I'm trying to, th Steven wasn't on the list. Steven didn't get to see it. Um, I don't remember who else. It would have been there. Steven, Stacy. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Then I guess we weren't immune. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Um, but Lance. eight people got it, which is crazy. Joel gets another one. And Joel finally had his moment of, y'all see what I've been dealing with? <laughs> and everybody's kind of like, oh, okay, got it. Um, and then we get a quick sneak peek into next week where we transition to sci-fi, which will be very interesting. I'm pretty unfamiliar with the sci-fi genre as a whole, not particularly what I watch. So I'm very interested to see what Carlo and the crew come up with. But... Let's talk about why you guys think you got eliminated. Um, obviously, without telling us who the mole is, uh, Evan, what do you think your your sort of downfall was? I know, so previously I was splitting pretty evenly between everybody, but then since everybody started going towards a single target, I um, probably did like 70% that direction and 30% kind of sprinkled around um, it's not shown in the episode, but I actually tied and I lost on time and I lost by less than a second. It was oh, like wow. to the 10th of a second that I got eliminated just because I hit it just a millisecond slower than somebody else. So uh, I was so close, but that's the mole. That's crazy. And Safety. fun fact, oh. the clip of me getting executed isn't actually the clip of me getting executed that was actually jamie seeing their screen they saved jamie and i for last so once we saw jamie got a green screen that's when you see me wave and everyone's clapping okay. for jamie and then so i was surprised they didn't actually show me getting my red screen because i think i just started laughing but. Yeah, I when when they showed that the first time I watched, when they showed your name going in and the screen going red, I was like, "Why is Stacy clapping?" <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, it was like it's all like golf claps. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting to know. And Stacy, do you know uh, sort of where you went wrong? Yes, I was. I don't think I was splitting enough at that point. Up until I had been, you know splitting amongst two or three people and then i didn't do hardly any <laughs> so, so yeah that was my downfall <laughs> Brent so, also wants to know how people are getting the silver screen yeah help. we don't know we don't We're know figure out i have kind of a theory this time judging by the people that did go um nathan wanted to correct um his name was mistakenly on the list he did not go this round. What's your theory? Um, so Sabrina, Josh, and Katie were all a part of the group that did complete their task, um, which 
I feel like there's a point system of some sort that production has of how well you do in the challenges is how, who gets the silver screen. And this time I feel like they were all kind of on a level playing field in the point system. So all of them got to go. I'm still going to stick with my point system. Okay. Good theory. Hmm. That's interesting. I was thinking also maybe it could be performance-based because Joel has done so well in everything in past episodes. Um, my theory last week was that the mole picks every week who gets to do it. And it, like, I feel like obviously it's clues to like the mole's identity or whatever. So if the mole's kind of picking like, oh, this person wouldn't figure it out, I'll pick them. And maybe they just really doubted Joel. But picking eight people to go is crazy. So I think that theory might be kind of out the door. Um, I performance based, I think, is, is a good guess. Um, but speaking of guessing, uh, let's quickly talk about Zach and I and our mole predictions, and then we're gonna go back and discuss some things that happened in previous episodes with Evan and Stacy because I have lots of stories that I would like to hear. So, Zach, what are your thoughts? I have naturally Jamie at the top of the list, sure, obviously. Uh, I went back to Jeremy um, this time because I was hearing a lot about Jeremy this time. I can see where where it could be. Um, sure. I've added Lance this time um, just because it seems as though maybe the people that were getting close to the mole, i.e. Lance, are now dropping off. Um, so I'll keep him there. And then I have Dre as like an alternate. Sure. Okay. Um, I, from an editing standpoint, I guess I could maybe see Lance as the mole, considering we got a lot of Lance in the first episode, and then since then it's been kind of like Lance is a background character. But I don't know. I don't. I don't see Lance being the mole. Um, I have Jamie obviously as my number one since episode one. I have thought Jamie, um, and then my other two. I have the same as last week. I have Josh and Dre. Um, just because, I don't know. I just feel mole energy from them. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> that's what I have to say about it. So I guess we're obviously both still on the the Jamie train, and then uh, both of us have Dre. So we'll see. Last week you said uh, Jamie, Evan, and Stacy. So I did. So <laughs> let's see if, if that's my kiss of death. <laughs> Maybe every week your mole guests will be eliminated next uh, week. Well, then Jamie needs to go because I've said it every week. <laughs> if, Jamie, if Jamie gets eliminated next week, I will be shocked. I mean, going, Brent's been still watching right now. So um, Brent's saying it's, it's um, not effing Jamie, I'm telling you now, um, Steven is the mole, take it to the bank. That is Brent's theory. I could see Steven being the mole. I think I had him on my list a couple of weeks ago because he's, I don't know, he's been quiet recently, which I guess the mole would want to stay quiet still through the early game maybe, but if everybody's coming to the same conclusion that it's Jamie, then maybe it is Jamie, but I guess we'll see. Time will have to tell. Um, yeah, I'm very interested to see what happens next week. We got two heavy hitters out of the game now, so these other people are going to have to step it up for the cameras. I need to be entertained, and we just lost two big entertainers. So, all right. So we talked about 
the kitchen task and the cooking task that both of you were involved in in episode three. I would love to hear more of that chaos. Well, we were basically just told we needed to serve a meal to the winners of each of those other tasks and Ryan and Audrey. So, okay, we're going to make a meal. But the issue was, like, everyone's food was labeled. You weren't supposed to touch other people's food. So we're trying to figure out what in the kitchen we can use without, you know, pissing people off that we're taking their stuff. So that's why we came up with, like, okay, the grilled cheese. That There's no labels on these items. Um, and so we're just trying to, like, forage basically and we weren't informed of any dietary restrictions we knew someone was vegetarian so that's why we, i mean we went with the grilled cheese route wasn't informed about the lactose problem so <laughs> you know and then like we all went into the laundry room which is near the kitchen and kind of like hashed out how we were going to do everything how we were going to meet all of our tasks and yeah we just kind of and we Went kept from adding. There. It just kept yeah, we... on building because it started out as grilled cheese. And then it was like, let's do a plate of crackers and let's do like carrots and let's do ice cream and let's get candles mm -hmm. and tablecloths and, yeah. and wine. Yeah, we just stole anything we could find to uh, um, be able to put on this whole performance of a show. So it was just so much fun. And I remember in that, um, that's where I started to really suspect Jamie. Because I was pot, like Jamie was not cooking the grilled cheese. Like the oven, it was on, but it was like on so low. And I'm like, why don't we just do the grilled cheese, all of them in the toaster oven? And they just kept on doing their thing. And I was like, we're not going to have food. We're going to be serving these people just plain bread and cheese and like not actually grilled cheese. So like step it up, Jamie. That is hilarious. Stacy. whose wine did you end up stealing to serve? I still have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They weren't upset about it, though, whoever it was, because no one said anything. So. Zach, you are muted. Of course I am. It was all in good fun anyways, so yes. I'm sure that they couldn't get that bad. And you guys almost almost completed your task. Okay. Right. We were robbed. It was yeah. we did so good. Yeah. I was so proud of that. It was so much fun working together and just putting we, on a show. I mean, we plated everything. So yeah. it was like nice to look at for like the grilled cheese. I did like a swirl around the edge of the plate with yes. mustard and it was a big was performance because we all like mm -hmm. kept on like walking in a circle and like so one person would do the tablecloth and the next person would drop the silverware and the next person would put a plate and the next person would put the food and the you know we just kept on like circling doing all of our jobs. See, so there's we, like, mole. There's mole activity in there. <laughs> Carlo, give us the unedited footage of dinner yes. service. We want to see it after the season. Please. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I know my accent changes at one point <laughs> yes. uh, on accident. Amazing. You know, I think I went I, British for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I did argue with Ryan about the cookies, so I want to see that clip. I was that was such a funny moment, and it didn't make it. Yeah, I, honestly, that's probably my favorite task that has been done in the season so far because when you guys are having fun it's fun for us to watch but still knowing Absolutely. it's a conversation amazing 
Plus, having to steal other people's food is just hilarious to me. <laughs> that the people not involved in the task were completely unaware until afterwards. <laughs> yeah, they could just hear the laughter and yeah. wonder what the heck's going on. Right, <laughs> the carrots. This is a great question here. Would you guys oh, play yes. again? Oh, absolutely. I yeah, would want to already play again. I've already pitched of Stacy and I should come back and at least judge another cooking challenge. Oh, absolutely. Like season two. Um, but yeah, I think we both have more to prove. So agreed. Oh yeah. I'm waiting for second chances. Absolutely. Like I told Parker last week and Michelle the week before. See you both on All Stars. Yeah, for like season just, four or five. We talked about they should just bring our entire cast back for the mole two. Mm -hmm. Let's do it again. Let's redo it. Just the mole, redo it. The mole three point five. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Would you guys be interested, either of you, in playing as the mole? I think. I mean, I might. I might give it a shot, but I have a very um, expressive face that Same. sometimes <laughs> says a little more than I want it to. So, you know, I, if I could get get my face under control, maybe I could do it. Just wear a mask the whole time. Right. <laughs> I was actually, I mean, it wasn't official, but I was pretty much the backup mole that if the mole didn't show up, they would let me know. So I'm always ready to play the mole. Um, I've done it in online games. I know I could do it here. I, I mean, I apparently did it really good because even though I was sabotaging so much, nobody suspected me. So I was going to say you played as the mole and you weren't even the mole. So yeah, I wasn't even suspected. So rigged, robbed. <laughs> well, next week we have another shift and we shift to the theme of sci fi. And we are going to have a guest appearance by um, the Artificial House Maintenance and Execution Program, otherwise known as AME. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Very excited here. We also saw a clip of the two of you on a staircase. So I'm very yes. interested to see what that entails. <laughs> You'll see us in multiple yes. challenges. And anytime uh, you see us, it's just the most hilarious thing ever. Like everybody's oh, just, yes, it's so uh, much fun. That I would yeah. expect nothing less. Cannot wait. Um, let me think. I had another question, but I don't remember what it was. Zach, do you have another question for them while I think? Or anybody who's watching have a question? Yeah, we've got a few viewers that are watching right now. But um, uh, do I have any fun facts? Oh, I was going to ask if there's anything, any like stories or anything funny or interesting that happened during one of the first two episodes that we missed. I think the first episode, the tribute, where you had to have people volunteer, I had my strategy of I convinced everyone that I was going to sabotage it and do as like bad as I could on the quiz. And obviously I wasn't going to, to try and make other people volunteer and hopefully send somebody home. Um, I actually, I learned after the game, I had the second worst quiz score. So I was so close wow. to having the worst anyway, but... It would have been just hilarious if I if nobody volunteered and I got Drew and I had to go home because of that. But I tried my hardest on that quiz, even though I did so bad. There, I was splitting as much as I could. We are hearing in these recaps a lot of interesting things about the quizzes. I believe Michelle told us that her elimination was also a tie. 
And then uh, what you just told us about episode one, about how you had the second lowest score. And then you told us earlier that this episode for you was a tie and it came down to less than one second. So we're learning lots of fun things about the quizzes, which is- Parker also said that. I think a lot of them do come down to time yeah. a little bit, so. Gotta speed it up if you're gonna go out and play. That's right. I know time wasn't my issue. Mine was answers. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Stacy, any uh, fun moments that weren't shown on camera for the first few episodes, first three episodes? You know, it was a while ago. Sure. <laughs> when was this filmed? It was in March. March. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I have a question for you, Stacey. What is your Wizard of Oz sweatshirt from that you're always Oh, that's Tumblr Call. Is it? Yes. Love. Hmm. <laughs> hey, you dancers, Todrick. That's all I'm going to say. Um, anyways, yes. Um, it was great to see both of you play. I'm very excited to see both of you in future episodes as uh, background characters. I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. We're the main we're stars. the characters. Yeah, right. <laughs> because I was just gonna say because you're both so entertaining, and like I said, with both of you going out in the same episode, we lost a lot of entertainment value at minimum, and Evan a lot of scheming. Stacy, a lot of big personality and snarky comments, which is going to be missed. But um, we'll see you both on All Stars in two seasons anyway, so it'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully one of you has to play, so then you can join us. We'll uh, see. I mean, I it films that. in North Carolina. I live in North Carolina, so. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've thought about it because... Uh, Evan, you know, I'm on Michigan Mole production and I've sat there watching you guys play and I'm like, I don't know if I could ever do something like this. Even watching all of the strategies, you know, from all the different points of views, I'm like, I don't know if I could do this. So I don't know. You might've given me a little bit of confidence boost to try out. So. Yes. Zach and I can play as the twin twist. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so we will be back next week, probably again on Thursday around the same time. And we will be with next week's executed player, hopefully. Hopefully it's someone that I find less entertaining than the two of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, any closing thoughts, Evan or Stacy? It was just so much fun. So I'd highly recommend anybody watching that if you like the mole, go apply. Um, just have fun with it. If you have played online games, playing a live mole game is so much different. Be prepared to take crazy amounts of notes because that was the most surprising thing. It's like you're just constantly taking notes of everything. Mm -hmm. So just go apply and have fun with it. It's a blast. You'll meet some great people. Yeah, and, and that's the... To me, that's the biggest takeaway of the amazing people that you meet in these games. And so this is my first go around with a mole. Um, yeah, go out, apply, try it, get out of the comfort zone. And Stacy, it's so good to finally talk to you, like not in person, but like face to face on a screen at least, <laughs> because I've been a fan of you for a while and wanting to meet you, so happy to have. And then Evan, it's great and wonderful to see you again. Sorry that it's in this circumstance. I would have rather seen you much later at the end, but <laughs> Same. yeah, I've been huge fans of both of you since uh, four weeks ago. 
And so it's been great to talk to you. Um, thank you again, everyone who is watching live and interacting in the chat. And thank you for everyone who will watch this when we're not live. Thanks, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful night. And thank you, Evan and Stacy, for joining us again. Thank you, Drew, for being my co-host. Oh, have a great night. See you next week. Bye.